Okay, we're live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates on today's show. I have a very special guest, a returning guest. We've done many shows together. His name is John Brisson. Last name is spelled B-R-I-S-S-O-N, and he runs We've Read the Documents. He's interviewed me a couple times on uh, subjects such as West Memphis 3, Order of Nine Angles. We've done shows together, at least two shows about his research into the finders. There were some finders updates that we did a show on. And also we covered Barbara Marks Hubbard and Peter Thiel. So those are there. You can just kind of go through my catalog if you want to go back and listen to those. But I asked him to come on because I think it's an important subject. I don't know a lot of people cover this group, but it is the Lucis Trust and its history. And it's still active and it's tied into the World Economic Forum. There's just absolutely no doubt that these people know what's going on on a global scale. I think they have a global interest as well. And they're associated with the United Nations as well. So uh, we will both watched this video, fairly recent video, of the current chair of the Lucis Trust, Christine Morgan. And uh, I put I will put a link in there so people can reference that as well. But she was on another guy's show. Uh, his name is Ira Pastor or Pastor. But he is a member of the World Economic Forum, which John just informed me about. But uh, there's a lot to unpack and a lot yes. to talk about. So. John, welcome to the show. Thanks for glad to be back, back, William, as always. Thank you for everything that you do too, as well, brother. And, uh, you know, I've been researching um, the Lucius Trust, which is originally Lucifer Trust or Lucifer Lucifer Publishing, was founded by um, Alice Bailey uh, and Foster Bailey, her husband, um, which was in, I think it was around 1922. Um, And, um, you know, they've worked for many years, for many decades with the United Nations, uh, putting, pushing new age uh, theosophical beliefs. Um, and, uh, you know, we're kind of see it, uh, come to a head, uh, these past, uh, few years of conspiracy culture, uh, with the QAnon, uh, operation, uh, pushing many similar type, uh, theosophical, uh, beliefs, um, as well as Michael Flynn in Hake Kuhnman's church, uh, gave a theosophical prayer, literally almost word for word copying, um, Elizabeth Clare Prophet from the Universal Church of Triumphant, um, you know, invoking the seven rays, the sevenfold rays, if, you know, which is the theosophical con- concept too, as well. Um, and so we'll I have that video. Of, if you want to, if you want to play that, we can play it. Do you want to play yeah, it right now? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Play sorry it. to interrupt. No, no, no. Go ahead. Play it. But you know, it's it's interesting because we're seeing a resurgence of this new age theosophical uh okay. cult but this is the prayer it's actually almost word for word so it's incredible this is i mean I, this is like jaw dropping to me. i just have to change my audio so it'll play through here okay let me know if you can hear this okay I am here, oh God and I am the instrument of those sevenfold rays and archangels we are your instrument those sevenfold rays and all your archangels, all of them. And I will not retreat. I will take my stand. I will not dare to speak. And I will be the instrument of God's will, whatever it is. We will not retreat. We will not retreat. We will stand our ground. We will not fear to speak. We will be the instrument of your will. Whatever it is. 
Here I am. So help me God. In the name of Archangel Michael and his legions, I am preborn and I shall remain preborn and I shall not be enslaved by any foe within or without. In your name and the name of your legions, we are freeborn and we shall remain freeborn and we shall not be enslaved. By any they're repeating foe. it back to him, too. It's yeah, kind of like audio for Flynn isn't that good, but they're like like cult members repeating the uh, word for word too as well. Uh, this invocation. So help me God. God bless you. God bless America. Thank you very much. So I mean, there you go, right? I mean. Yeah, there, there we have uh, Flynn, uh, you know, uh, leading uh, Christians into a theosophical prayer. Of course, Alice Bailey was one of the ma major propagations of the seven rays of energy um, uh, philosophy. Of course, to claim that they got it from Hinduism, supposedly, allegedly. Uh, and then, of course, we watched the video of Elizabeth Clare Prophet there. She's obviously channeling some demon. She claims it's uh, St. Germain, uh, but she's obviously channeling there. Um, and so, I mean, Lu Lucius Publishing, uh, Lucius Trust, um, has uh, published uh, theosophical books, all of Alice Bailey's writings, um, have propagate them. There's a supposed speech that Alice Bailey gave to the United Nations, William. I've never been able to substantiate it or find it. And if I could, it would be pretty... Uh, pretty uh strong condemnation of her life and her work i don't know if you ever came across it where she pretty much leads the blueprint out for the new world order and they claim that she spoke to the united nations with this speech but i could never find out if she really truly ever did or not or if she never if she i, I mean she said stuff that they claim that, that she says on there uh if you google alice bailey's let me see her um alice bailey's un speech I do have her 10 points. I can bring those 10 up. 10 points, that's it, yes. I've never been able to substantiate if she really said that to the United Nations or not. Now, do I think she has? Yeah. Uh, supposedly, she said it to a speech to the United Nations representing the Eleusis uh, uh, Trust. Uh, but I've never been able to find said speech or said address to the United Nations. Not to say that she hasn't said it. I just haven't found it. Yeah. But, you know, it does. a lot of it does seem a lot, a, a lot of what she would say. Uh, but I have never seen the actual speech, and if anybody can actually find it, I've heard, uh, I've seen uh, like PDF copies of like uh, uh, of like bullet points like that, but more in depth of things that she said in her writings, but never mm -hmm. the actual speech itself. Uh, but I mean, this is, I mean, United Nations and World Economic Forum working together, right, in modern times, and no one really talks about the United Nations anymore. Most, mostly, everybody talks about the World Economic Forum, and the United Nations still ha is out there, still is out there propagating New Age beliefs, uh, still pushing uh, the vaccine. They 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 teamed up with uh, Operation Tiber uh, Tiberius Kirk and um, and. Uh, Peter Till to track the vaccines. Actually, it was even before COVID. This was 2018, 2019. They were using Palantir Foundry to track the vaccines that they were dropping off in Africa. Uh, you know, so the United, United Nations is still up to doing wicked things, even to this yeah, so day. But no this one's is talking a, about it. This is actually a picture from Hervoye Morich's website, who was in Switzerland and went to school in Switzerland. 
and this is in the UN in Geneva, the Colt Pyramid microphone, same building where the offices of UN-affiliated NGO, Lucis Trust, Lucifer Publishing Company are located. So and this we, is fairly recent. So he was on site and took this picture. So Well, that seems about right. I mean, that doesn't surprise. We got the UN meditation room, the infamous meditation room that Bill Cooper covered extensively with the black cube inside the meditation room, right? Uh, right. You know, so all these new age theosophical beliefs are right up the United Nations alley. So when we hear from Christine Morgan here as a current president of Lucia's Trust, you know, she's literally just giving Alice Bailey's talking points to the modern world. There is, I mean... This there is no difference. They're in line with each other. I think the I believe those are copies of Alice Bailey's books behind her. I believe so. I believe that's right. I remember them being blue cover books, so I assume that's the case. Yeah, I think it's probably externalization of the hierarchy and the seven rays books behind her. I, th I think. Um, See if can't I can really, expand it. But they were all blue. I I do know that much. I th and they do have the gold lettering, and they kind of do look like those books. I think that's probably what what is behind her. Um. But, you know, one of the biggest things that Blavatsky and Bailey did as far as theosophy is concerned is externalization of the hierarchy, uh, which we're kind of seeing now with the world order being laid bare, with corruption being laid bare as how uh, overt it is, you know, and it, you know, it's it's out there for everyone uh, to see, uh, you know, which will still use that to bring in usher in the new world order or, you know, in Revelation, the beast system, you know, Satan will, you know, ultimately ultimately it's god but satan will you know show kind of like the evil demonic side to the world and then the, the light side that all of these theosophists talk about is going to come in and save us from it right when you have satanists that was it was it boston where they were at was it, it was somewhere in massachusetts where they had the satan con right and they were tearing up oh, the right Bible, just recently yeah which is blasphemy but it's overt it's in your face it's to get you upset it's not to get you to see the esoteric hidden kind of like new age love and light evil that you know a woman like christine morgan would end up saying right you right. know it's like everything they say you know to, to someone who is not you know aware of their malevolence you know they, they might think well it sounds good right you know it sounds good you know but then when you really you know dig into who they are and who their writings are and everything and you know lucius trust i mean lucifer trust morning star you know, I mean, the shining what, one, the shining I mean, one. I mean, what else are we supposed to say to this? You know, it's definitely not good. It's definitely not of God, you know, but that this is the way that they look at the world. They look that they're the saviors of mankind and they're going to do it by any means necessary. Even if that means killing you. Right. So this the woman is probably in line with Barbara Marks Hubbard, who at first, yes. you know, glance looks like a nice little old lady. She smiles. She's very friendly, but. They have a completely different worldview. And you use the word esoteric. That's how she started this talk. She's talking about the esoteric and defines the term and about the inner circle. So this kind of thing. But she's this lady has been the head. Christine Morgan has been the head of the Lucis Trust since 2012 and got into it in 20, like when she was very young in South Africa, when she was 21. So, and she's part of the Arcane School in London too. So, She's gone through the different uh, organizations, but then she does go into Bailey a little bit. She literally explains it's part of the great white brotherhood, the Mahatmas right out of Blavatsky. Right. So the ascended master stuff that even David Icke is kind of into, he was into Rikorsky at one point. I don't know if he's ever really renounced that, but um, not to my knowledge. No, he has not, not to my knowledge either. 
But uh, that that theme is very much uh, in the Bailey loses trust movement. And Bailey got well, she was like the standard person who like a cultist who came to California, and then was a was left Christianity. I think her dad was a pastor, and then she started receiving these things. These books behind this woman are all received books, so you can put it in the long line of like received knowledge. These books, like they were. Yeah, the auto channeling and auto writing from demons, right? The same from like Barbara Marks Hubbard, you know. And and uh, I looked up some some information about Christine Morgan real quick. Uh, she was put forth by the Institute of Noetic Sciences, and so was Barbara Marks Hubbard, which makes oh, sense. Wow. I mean, they're all in the Theosophy oh, group together. And, and the Institute of Noetic Sciences is interesting when you look at it. It's a very uh, mystic, uh, esoteric, New Age theosophical uh type uh group right where they kind of guise it with science uh yeah. you know dan brown wrote about them in in, in his uh third novel as the yeah, heroes Edgar mitchell I, I interviewed the guy who was the head of uh, the noetic institute back in the day i didn't really know their connections too but uh edgar mitchell was the guy who went to to the moon the astronaut spiritual, yeah astronaut sorry thank you went to outer space and then came back and i just did an interview uh with Juan Ayala about um, Manly P. Hall and Mitchell went to Manly P. Hall's place at the philosophical school telling him about this incredible thing that happened. And then that inspired him to start the Noetic Institute. That's crazy. Yeah, that I crazy? mean, I mean that, I mean, they all are connected with each other, right? Yeah. So they know uh, of each know, other. Hall's uh, argument, uh, you know, was bickering with all these other characters too. But yeah, sorry to interrupt. So I didn't no, know no, the Noetic was no. involved with her. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and the thing about the Institute of Sciences is, is he, Edgar Mitchell is the, uh, one of the founders, but the other founder, that founder is Paul Nathaniel Temple Jr., uh, which you have CMP connections and right connections through the Templeton Fund. And the Templeton Fund funds Institute of Noetic Sciences. And you're like, okay, so why is this conservative funding group, why are they funding the Institute of Noetic Sciences, right? Like, why... Why would they fund such a far out there pseudoscientific new age group, right? But again, I mean, they're all connected with each other. Like I think most of the CMP and the writer Fabian socialists, right? They call themselves um, uh, they call themselves a certain type of uh, a liberal. I'm trying to think of the name of it offhand. They you know, classical liberal. Uh, every time you hear the term classical liberal, that's another. There's another name for Fabian socialist. Okay, oh, and so. Unlike communism, where communism is in your face, uh, you, totalitarianism, usually overt revolutions and overthrowing of government. Maybe as socialists, I mean, their flag is a wolf in shapes clothing, right? So they destabilize the institutions from within. And then once the society is crumbling, they come in and they're like, oh, we're going to save the society. We're going to help it out. We're going to fix it. We're the elite. You know, so it's kind of a different way. Uh, of, of taking over a society compared to communism, which is more overt, where Fabian socialism is more, it's more hidden. Uh, and, and so, uh, you know, the Institute of Noetic Sciences being funded by right-wing so-called Christian groups and having vast connections to the Council for National Policy, you know, for most people that should make them pause and think about it, well, the CMP acts like it's a Christian or a Judeo quote-unquote Christian group or whatever, uh, why are they funding something as new age and esoteric as Isunoic sciences? And my answer is they're all in bed with each other. So you're right. They are. They are all in bed with each other. Here's my here's my interview with Dean Raiden. Yeah, Dean Raiden. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I talked to him. Gosh, what was that? 
That's, he was I re-uploaded that, but you can find it. So it's Dean, Dr. Deed rated Real Magic, Ancient Wisdom, Modern Science, and a Guide to the Secret Power of the Universe. He's out there everywhere. He's a good friend of Barbara Marks Hubbard as well, too. Dean Raiden was. Oh, see, I didn't uh, know that. Wow. Which so you see, Miss Christine Morgan. I mean, you know, I mean, they're all, you know, interviewed and platformed out there by the Institute of Noetic Sciences. I mean, I played Barbara Marks Hubbard's speech at Institute of Noetic Sciences on my channel, and they're just fodding over her like she's some sort of grand dom, just like the CMP fawns over Phyllis Schlafly. You know, I mean, you know, these are like, you know, uh, high up occultish goddesses to them. They right, worship right. these women, you know, so. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this is so, one of them. This is one of those people you got to watch out for, man. She yes, very much so. Else. Yeah. She's said some really sinister stuff in here that but with a nice kind of sugar coating. But uh, they're involved in all kinds of I didn't. Some of these connections are really shocking, like with these people. A lot of these, they know each other. Like you can do interview them, but you don't know all their connections and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're all in. I mean, uh, one of the, I guess in closing, one of the heads of the Institute of Noetic Sciences right now, and I have to get his name. He's actually going around to alternative conferences and speaking at alternative conferences. He's very high up in, in Institute of Noetic Sciences. I'll see if I can find his name real quick. Um, but he's out there right now, going to various conferences and speaking on. Because they've kind of, they've kind of, and this is Alice Bailey to me is the original truther, okay. And so they're kind of like, you know, there's always been a kind of a weird uh, combination of trutherism and the occult and new age, but also trutherism and Christianity too. There's kind of been like this weird, you know, back and forth, you know, between that, Uh, but. is you the know, guy you're looking for is his name Rusty Shores? Is that that dude? Any of those? No. That's the current like. Uh, let's see the board of directors. It might be somebody. This on is the board this of directors. is Noetic Society. Yeah. Mark Gober. That's who. That's not him. Let's find him out. Open. I've been noticing that he's been going around, going to to various truther, uh, um, uh, kind of like uh. Uh, truther um, conferences and speaking and stuff like that and everything. He's been making appearances um, on uh, on on uh, behalf of Hey George Zimmer, George Min, Zimmer. Min's Warehouse, Ms. Warehouse. You're gonna like your suit, I guarantee it, yeah. William. Hey man, he, I, they, they probably got a right guy who helps uh, support it. Wow, this is crazy. That's what you do when you look through these websites. I guess you could find out. Wow, small world. So, yeah, so I didn't know the noetic science is involved in all this stuff, too. But, yeah, this whole new world, man, it's got a bunch of new agers all over the place. Yeah, if you ever get a chance, read Dan Brown's book, The Lost Symbol, because in that book, that's what I, I mean, I was a new ager. That's where I, I learned that. That's how I learned about it. Was I was a new book. ager when I read it, and I was like, oh, this is great. I love the Institute of Noetic Sciences. I mean, this was more than 10 years ago, maybe less than 10 years around there. But I remember reading, and he makes the Masons out to be the good guys, William. The Masons and the Institute of Noetic Sciences out to be the good guys in the book. Law Simple. Right. Oh, wow. Crazy. Crazy stuff. But yeah, she's something else. This lady's something else. Uh, she, let's see, what else is it? Tib- Tibetan stuff to wash cool. Telepathic stuff. Uh, treatise on white magic. All their like weird doctrines, etheric vehicle, cosmic fire. But their, re- their reappearance of the Christ 
is not the Christian Christ, right? No, it's a cosmic Christ. Uh, he's just a teacher, um, uh, like Buddha um, or Muhammad. Uh, there are many vast or or uh, uh, Saint Germain. Uh, they're ascended masters. They're world teachers. They'll come back uh, all together for one world religion. Um, yes. Yeah, so there's difference between the cosmic Christ and Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, which said he is the only way, the truth and the life, the only way to the Father except through him. Uh, so there is uh, there's actually a good book that's written by um, Josh Peck called. Uh, let, me, let me actually I think it's I've a, had Josh Peck on as well. We Second talked about the Dead, Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah. Second Coming of the New Age, Josh Peck and Stephen Bancars. Yeah. Uh, it's an excellent book on all the stuff that we're going to touch on, uh, this this uh, overview of it that we're going to touch on uh, through, through this uh, episode. William, it's pretty good. They've sold, sold a lot of books. Wow. 756 five-star ratings. There it is right there. It's an excellent book. It's, and Dr. Uh, Heiser, who passed away, uh, went to be with our Lord uh, this year. Uh, he wrote the forward to the book. It's an excellent book for those who are uh, still lost in the New Age. I was once lost in the New Age. Um, it's a good uh, anti-polemic book against it. Yeah, there is a way out. Um, yeah, this is the this is like the heavy New Age of the New Age, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm reading stuff, yeah. I'm reading Alice Bailey right now, and I mean, which book are you reading? I'm reading Certainization of the Hierarchy. What's it like? And I mean, there, there is the hierarchy is like the hierarchy of demons, right? It's kind of like she discusses kind of like a caste system within society, but also like an esoteric uh, spiritual caste system as well, too, like a carnal caste system, but also a spiritual caste system. And, and how, um, I mean, pretty much what we're seeing now, from one thing I realize is, is uh, kind of the new age bit for it is, is they have to show us everything to negate their karma. Now as Christians, that's, that's unbiblical. You know, I think that they, 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 that they, they tell us stuff to kind of seed it, seed it in our, in our minds so that we kind of overlook it. Okay. And most people, unless you're aware, okay. But I'm talking about the average person, they, they put all this stuff and some of it's working magic rituals too, as well. Right. It's the reason why they put symbolism, they have symbolism out, but I think the reason why it's became more overt these past few years and, and Bailey actually writes about this, is that but then again she's writing it from like the incorrect point of view but she's still writing about this that you know the kind of got like the cue thing the signs and symbols will be their downfall right so she says it'll kind of usher like their evil will be so overt that will usher in this uh utopian society because of the people will uh rebel against it uh you know which most that's what most truthers believe that's what most new agers believe um, in the Bible, we know it's the exact opposite. That the Grand Rebellion is a rebellion against God, uh, you know. But that's how they're going to 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 push it as such, you know. When you when you read, I guess another book right here. I don't know if you've ever read this one, but it's Dark Secrets of the New Age by Tex Mars, and um, it's it's the, you know it lays out the plan. They call it the plan. You know, Q had the plan, right? Well, the right. New Agers talk about the same plan. They have a wow. they have binders called the plan, and when you read about the binders about the plan. It's like it's the same stuff that you heard in the QAnon operation. Wow. Um, it's crazy. That's I've done crazy. a show on So it. it's the same language. The same that exact makes language. perfect sense. I mean, I've heard the whole rumor that Flynn is behind or involved in the whole PSYOP. Yeah, Flynn and McChrystal. Yeah. Flynn, McChrystal, and Bannon are very high up in the QAnon operation. Yeah, um, 
I'll see if I can try to find uh, the chapter on the plan. He actually has a chapter on it. But yeah, they they've all, they've all been talking about it. And Barbara Marks Hubbard's talked about the plan too. Talk about it, you know it's going to come into fruition. And uh, she wrote about uh, about it in the the late nineties, early two thousands. But it's going to come uh, you know into come to fruition in the next thirty or forty years. And it's going to be this peaceful utopia of love and light and. And all evil will be, you know, vanquished and conquered from the earth, and everybody will work together. Right. And every time they talk about the, and they talk about literally, the ones that don't succumb to the plan, they're going to be ejected from the earth. Like the earth is going to like make us like all like go into the stratosphere, you know? Like, and you're like, what are you talking about, you know? But yeah, that's know. what they write. That's like, kind of like is- Holocaust language. Like, oh, well, they're yeah. just going to be gone, you know? They're just going mean- to be here. Before you they might take a shot than, and die. Yeah. What? Can I read? Uh, can I read uh, from John Cleesack? Shout out John Cleesack, School World Order. You you interviewed him. Excellent book. Excellent researcher. Dear friend of mine, fellow brother in Christ. We we were able to uncover um, Barbara Marks Hubbard actually finally saying that infamous quote that one fourth of the population is going to be excised from the whole and that they're the pell horse riders death and the elite are going to do it. So we have a pre-published manuscript of her book that was originally her esoteric beliefs on the book of revelation. Okay. So when you say that they write in this flowery language that they're going to kill you, they really are. So if you don't mind, I'll read from that real quick. No one's heard from this yet for a very long time, but this is actually it. Okay, this is from her, her uh, the Revelation uh, manuscript. She goes, on out of the full spectrum of human personality, one fourth is electing to transcend with all their heart, mind, and spirit. One fourth is ready to, to choose to do so, given the example of the other who has made the commitment. One fourth is resistant to election. One, they are unattracted by life ever evolving. Their higher self is unable to penetrate the density of their mammalian senses. They cannot be reached. They do not ask, yet they are good. They go about their business eating, sleeping, reproducing, and dying. They are full-fledged animal and humans. Animal humans, huh? Sounds like Gunter mentioned or something. Yeah. One-fourth is destructive. They are born angry with God. They hate themselves. They project this hatred onto the world. They are defective seeds. There have always been defective seeds. In the past, they were permitted to die a natural death. Their bodies were recycled to a new life, and their souls reincarnated in bodies capable of receiving signals from the higher self. And she also writes, We, the elders, have been patiently waiting until the very last moment before the quantum transformation to take action to cut off this corrupted and corrupted element in the body of humanity. It's like watching a cancer grow. Something must be done before the whole body is destroyed. Now as we approach the quantum shift from creature human to co-creative human, so they believe the little God philosophy that we can be just like God, okay? We can co-create with God. The human who is an inheritor of God-like powers, the destructive one-fourth, must be eliminated from the social body. We have no choice, dearly beloveds. Is a case of the destruction of the whole planet or the elimination of the ego-driven, godless one-fourth. At this time, a planetary birth can, if allowed to live on the reproductive, their defective disconnection. Destroy forever the opportunity of Homo sapiens to become Homo universalis, heirs of God. We come to bring death to those who are unable to know God, we do this for the sake of the world. We are the pale horse rider. We are death. That's incredible. For, here, right, just, here. There's so much in there, too, that overlaps last, with what this lady's saying, too. One last Christine. thing. 
Because it's all the same, William. Once you realize that it's all the same and they just kind of guise up the language a little bit different, but they really and when they're talking about the one fourth of humanity, they're talking about they're talking about Christians. They're talking about primarily Christians, is what they're talking about. People that won't go along with their plan. Okay. Yeah. And so the, she says, Fortunately, you, dearly beloveds, are not responsible for this act. We are. We are in charge of God's selection process for planet Earth. He selects, we destroy. We are the riders of the pale horse death. It's incredible. It's Nazism, actually. It's a full-on kind of ONA language, too. When she throws in that, it made me think of the ONA's Homo Galacticus, right? So they're going yeah. to be the ones that go up and all the Homo Ubriati or... Which is know, what homo, she believes, too, and what she right. pushes as Homo Universalis. So, right, total Satanism, philosophy of Satanism. And then the ev evolution, like, it makes me even more suspicious of Darwin... But just the fact that the New Agers believe in this evolution, we need to evolve. And this, Christine Morgan says the same thing. You got, this is a, he's actually, Lucifer is the founder of evolution. Like he's part of the consciousness. He's the beginning. She literally yeah. says heavy duty Luciferian stuff in this. He's the beginning of self-consciousness, evolution, initiation. And in Latin looks like she just spits it right out. Very closer to the end though. But yeah, when you hear Barbara Marks Hubbard, talk like that and this lady talk they would be just in perfect company to be together no question as i always say you know you broke your leg and you're laying in bed in the hospital right and you're kind of on painkillers that kind of knocked you out a little bit and she's the old elderly nurse that comes in and checks on you with a big smile on your face says yeah we're gonna get rid of you and puts a pillow over your face yeah, you know okay. so i mean and then again and again closing she writes this the riders at the pale horse are about to pass among you Grim Reapers, they will separate the wheat from the chaff. This is the most painful period in the history of humanity. Wow. It's really you don't have to participate else, in the destruction. You are to be responsible for the construction, which shall begin as the tribulations come to an end. It's total like uh, Luciferians, like Nazistic, Nazistic Satanism, where you destroy and build. You kill people off and then rebuild. I mean, it's really something else. And this this lunatic right here, she uh, they do all the meditation. So meditation is another theme. So they're meditating when the WEF meets. Like that's what these people are doing. <laughs> so meditation is like they're contacting the spirits to make change and stuff like that. It's uh, some else. Where was that quote from? Uh, that was from uh, an unpublished manuscript of Barbara Marks Hubbard called "The Revelation: Alternative to Armageddon" by Barbara Marks Hubbard, which was later which was laterally published. Uh, as the book of co-creation, evolutionary interpretation of the New Testament. Wow. And like they have no choice. Like it's like they've got to do it. Yeah. You, we, you just have to implement this. <laughs> it's the salvation of us all. We don't have a choice. That's what know? they say. And yeah. they say, well, what's in Revelation that's wrong? That doesn't have to happen. Okay. Instead, we'll just kill a fourth of you and then we can evolve to the stars. Okay, so what's written in the Bible as the end of mankind? Oh, that's just a lie. Don't worry about that. You know, we're, we we instead, as long as we kill one fourth of you, we can we can we can pop, populate the the universe and the cosmos. Wow. So, it's she also talks about worshiping, she, and Alice Bailey does too. They talk about worshiping an atomic bomb and atomic energy. She's, I mean, I have another book on Happy Birthday Planet Earth where she, I think I I think I read it. 
I uh when we we did Barbara Mars Hubbard for your for, uh, for 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 your show, William. But um they, they talk about worshiping mRNA. The mRNA has magical, mystical properties in the mid 1980s, she wrote this. Okay. And worshiping atomic energy and the atomic bomb. And she writes about it in this book. And Alice Bailey wrote about it too as well. I wish I had um Deanne Oatloper's excellent book on Kabbalah on here, but she quotes from Alice Bailey. Let me see if I can find it, where uh, uh, talking about, the, you know, the worshipping uh, atomic energy as God's energy manifesting itself. Wow. Wow, incredible. And she talks about energy, too, in this. Morgan does. It does Everything is energy. Me. Yeah, she did it at the very end. And she kind of had that whole Barbara Marks Hubbard thing. Imagine a new world. We're in the old mindset. We need to have the new mindset. Get rid of illusions and materialism. And then we can go to our earthly paradise, you know. So the new mindset is killing one fourth of the population that doesn't want to go along with their love and light bullcrap, you know. Well, what's just... next? What what happens after they get rid of a fourth of us? Then, like, what's the next thing? Oh well, they got too many now. Let's get rid of another fourth or something. Who knows? <clears throat> but they're all. I mean, the people's a lot. Yeah. But with but with through your through your research of the order of the nine angles, is it very all this very similar? You know, is it's... it just? It's just reminds when you're reading from Barbara Marks Hubbard, it's like that. It's like the accelerationism. We have to do it. The impulse. We've got to get rid of this chaff to advance forward. It's the same stuff. Now, a lot of that's reflected in Nazism, too. It's like the full satanic uh, philosophy. You know, it's all just the inverse of Christianity. You know, love your fellow man and. and yeah. uh uh, take care of the downtrodden and, and the poor, right? So it's like the inverse of that, yeah. where they scream that if we're you feed the poor, you do so unto me, right? Yeah. That's Christ's yeah. standard. Yeah, you're feeding so, the poor, you're feeding me. So feed the poor. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's just it's interesting. It's just interesting the the way that they yell at us for them being enlightened, but in reality, it's the exact inverse for them. Yeah, no, it's incredible. But they always have to kind of put it out in kind of easily digestible information to pick up followers but they can't come out and say yeah our whole goal is really just to poison you and kill kill off a fourth fourth of you. you know they can't they can't let that cat out of the bag you know too fast but yeah oh man incredible, incredible uh, stuff. let me pull up some blavatsky stuff let's see. okay let me these see are if I also find... just yeah these are also in line with uh with you know blavatsky and Hubbard and this lady Claire, whatever her name is, Claire Morgan. Blavatsky says here, and now it stands proven that Satan, or the fiery red dragon, the Lord of Phosphorus, and Lucifer, our light bearer, is in us. It is our mind. Lucifer represents life, thought, progress, civilization, liberty, independence. Lucifer is the logos, the serpent, the savior. This is all Luciferian. The world is not yet prepared to understand the philosophy of occult sciences. Let them assure themselves, first of all, that there are beings in an invisible world, whether spirits of the dead or elementals, and that there are hidden powers in man which are capable of making a god of him on earth. I all think the same thing. Man. I mean, they keep, I mean, if you look, they're all repeating the same thing, right? So it has yeah, to be. They really are. I mean, it has to be their religion, right? Or they would yes. be wasting their time with all of this. Yeah, it's their religion, man. All that stuff. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot more. I mean, 
the Bailey stuff must be interesting. I bet I bet she really kind of lays it out there. Yeah. Um, if you want to, you can start playing a little bit of what, what she's saying, and we can. Let's, let's see. The problem is, is that my my audio doesn't work very well. It has to. It tries to pick it up through my. Uh, let's let's see. Let's see what you hear. Yeah. See, I have to get rid yeah. of this one. <laughs> I don't have really a great setup. It comes through my... Uh, Either do I. I got to work on mine. I don't even know how to do it. I would have to like... I can use the iMac speakers and microphone, but I don't know how to move, move between them both on StreamYard. Ah, you, you don't have to worry about all that. We we can keep talking. Okay. Um, let me see if I can... Just look it up and see if I can find anything about the plan. You ever heard them talk about a planetary commission of like aliens? That's no, pretty no, common too. I don't remember that. No, no, don't. Well, here's a, a one of the chapters in in uh, Dark Secrets of the New Age where you talk about Nazism. They talk about a new master race. John Randolph Price has a book called The Super Beings, where he writes, "When a man realizes his god identity, a race of gods will rule the universe." Right, and then they have like a different, you know, they have a different view of God. God isn't like a literal being somewhere else. It's like consciousness, the God consciousness. So they like, their um, theology is not, not from, it's not biblically based. So no, like, they believe the one true God is is, is uh, suppressed them and the um, Lucifer liberates them. He liberated people by uh, tempting Eve into... Uh, you know, eating the, the from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and in doing so that liberated man. They they look at the inverse of uh, a biblical perspective um, that uh, the serpent uh, lied to Eve and distorted God's words and told her that she would be as powerful as God and she would live forever if she ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which was, was not true, obviously. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of like the inverse where they look at Lucifer as a savior, or Satan as a savior instead of God, right? So. No, there's he's the one who's going to take away all suffering, right? If you follow Lucifer, then all the suffering goes away. Yes, something that, like that. she said something about like all the suffering on the planet or something like that. Somewhere like that. let's see here. So right here, John Randolph Price said the plans centerpiece the main event as he calls it will be the coming of the new age christ the building of his kingdom on earth to be accomplished by a new race of god men the gathering has taken place new age believers in all religions are uniting again this time in the new commission to reveal the light of the world and begin the aquarium age of spirituality on planet earth the revolution has begun the pace is quickening it's getting acceleration right throughout the world men and women are joining in the uprising are coming forward to counting as a part of the new race will someday rule the universe now we co-create the future according to the plan. Wow. I had not heard the plan before. But that's really scary, this kind of plan or blueprint or whatever, like the WEF's 2030 plan, right? That's totally accelerating. Like, they're not even backing down. Without any real shame, like, oh, I'm sorry what we're doing. They're just like, next step, next step, next step. All with people like this, this Luciferian, you know, whatever you want to call it, behind it all, you know? Yeah. Very much so. And so, you know, they kind of put it forth that um 
I mean, we're kind of seeing it now with how inept Biden is. You know, Biden might be one of the worst presidents the United States has ever had as far as like exposure of how corrupt government is and how corrupt, um, you know, the, the, the elite are behind him. Well, not to say that Trump was not corrupt either, by all stretch of the imagination, he is. Uh, but, you know, it's more unveiling with Biden to set up, I believe, for Trump to become president in 2024. We'll see what happens. You know, it'll be interesting. There's no doubt. If Biden can make it that long without just kind of turning into a total vegetable. Uh, but uh, one of the interesting things is I think the Lucis Trust is mentioned or is a supporter. Are there some kind of connection between the Lucis Trust and the Clinton Foundation? Have you heard that? Not offhand, but that doesn't surprise me. I'll have to, I have that in my notes. I'll have to go back and double check that. But that would be interesting because Epstein was the one who helped the Clintons put together the the uh, Clinton Foundation. He was one. Yes. Like, yeah. So like that would tie that whole group in with the Lucis Trust. So like make it even more bizarre. And they have like Lucis Trust reading rooms in the UK, New York, just all that stuff. Well, we know that Peter Thiel is tied in uh, a lot with um, the uh, kind of uh, new age esoteric side of um, longevity, right? You see this tuneric sciences have many longevity researchers on uh, that. They try to want to live forever. So they, 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 they won't, won't die and face God's judgment. Um, and so you see kind of a lot of a, and Barbara Marks Herbert talked a lot about longevity as well too. And talked about how that, that was one of the godly powers uh, listed when she went, she, she listed biotechnology as one, but she listed longevity as another one. Um, and, uh, and, and so they're kind of obsessed with uh, longevity as well too. And trying to, to, to live forever. Um, and so, you know, we see, uh, uh, Ira pastor, uh, if I remember correctly, something that I had came across with him, was um he uh was very big into um cellular repair regeneration his company was biocork right and so and so uh he uh if you google his name you'll find connections between him and peter Thiel and longevity and stuff like that and everything oh, interesting. so makes perfect sense which i mean makes sense i mean they're all you know intertwined uh, with that because they believe that, that that's the next step. I mean, that's what Satan, you know, Lucifer told Eve, right? If you eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall never, you shall never die. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what they're trying to uh, obtain is immortality, uh, which, you know, I don't think they'll never really truly reach that. However, there is a part of revelation where the elite uh, scream out and wish that they could die, but alas, they cannot. Um, so I don't know if, you know, that plays a role in it. I think about it sometimes I get the exact scripture, but, uh, sometimes I wonder if that plays into a role where, uh, eventually that does happen where they're able to reach some sort of short time lived, you know, longevity. And then they're being, you know, they're going through the, the seals and the trumpets and stuff like that of God's judgment on the world. And they're not able to die in their underground bunkers, you know? Too, yeah. What's your thought on Lucifer being uh, represented in Isaiah fourteen twelve? You know, I will I've, send to heaven. Do you think that's that's what it's referencing? I've heard different interpret different uh, interpretations of it. 
Um, I've heard uh, some people saying that it was uh, mistranslated in the King James Version, that it wasn't Lucifer, but it was... Uh, <coughs> I don't remember which king I was oh. making reference to. Um, I believe it is Lucifer, though. I believe the King James Version translation, uh, Lucifer, O Morning Star, uh, you know, uh, the the one who fell from heaven. Um, I think it is about Lucifer. I think it is about Satan. Um, but also Jesus is referenced in the Bible as the true morning star. Uh, he has a revelation to as well, uh, which also make, makes me believe that the King James Version, uh, you know, translation of Lucifer, which I think it was done even before. Let me actually look up. Let me read, uh, it. Let me read it right now. Isaiah 14. Okay, go How you are fallen from heaven, O day star, son of dawn. How you are cut down to the ground, you who laid the, the nations low. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. I will sit on the mount of assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. But you are brought down to Sheol, to the far reaches of the pit. Those who see you will stare at you and ponder over you. Is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms, who made the world like a desert and overthrew its cities, who did not let his prisoners go home? So it kind of goes on. But yeah. yeah, some people believe it. It, uh, it, it is is reference to uh, Sargon II, the mm-hmm. king of Babylon. Uh, uh, some people believe it was mistranslation from Jerome, uh, which later, you know, the King James version, you know, translated as, as Lucifer too as well. But it originally was an error from Jerome, and that it wasn't Luc- it wasn't Satan or Lucifer. That it was um, Sargon II, uh, be the king of the king of Babylon. But I think. I think it is Lucifer myself, but you know, there the people have been going back and forth of whether that truly, you know, passage represents Satan or represents the King of Babylon. Uh, you know, uh, the Jerome just, overla- overlaps. So the king tried to ascend to heaven kind of like Lucifer, right? But the yeah. I wills are really kind of a a philosophical slash theological giveaway because it's the will of that individual to become God or sit in the, the same with the, the same with the, um, the, 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 the tower, right. Uh, in, in, in Genesis. Yeah. So it's very similar to that too. As well. theme, yeah. And that's the total, it's like a Crowleyan theme, the will Hitler, the whole bit. I will, I will. Which is the same with these theosophists, right. That they believe that they can yeah. reach the stars, uh, and be one with God. They talk a lot about co-creation and co-evolution. Uh, how know, similar? And, how, here, here's the one. Here's the theological thing. How similar is the quest to reach the stars or reach outer space? How similar is it to constructing a tower of Babel? Isn't that what the Tower of Babel really is? Is trying to say, I think thought. it's. I think it's one of the same. Seems similar to me. Yeah. Just me. I no, think it's. I gotta run. Family. I gotta. I got a family thing right here in about five minutes. So how? Where can okay. people find your stuff? Yeah, William, uh, you can find me. We've read the documents uh, on Odyssey. You can find me. We've underscore read on Twitter. We've read the documents on Substack and Patreon. And um, thank you for having me back on, William. It's been great. Thank you for everything. Everybody also go check out your work as well. I'm a a satisfied patron, too, of William's. Um, And, uh, you know, thank you for all that you do, brother. Yeah, thank you. And. uh, Do you have anything on the horizon or what's uh, what are you working on? Uh, I'm going to start. Oh, uh, let's see here. Uh, I got a lot of things on the backlog that I need to get get done. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go through Barbara Marks Hubbard's manuscript, and I'm going to read from that some. Um, 
I'm going to do another show uh, exposing Tucker Carlson, and I'm going to go over his speech to the Heritage Foundation, uh, and also uh, these. Don't, David- don't you don't you think he's just designed that he's just detected the sign of the times, and that he's getting out there because nobody respects anything on TV anymore. I mean, I think you just knew which way the wind blows. It's like, I'm down. I don't know. I think it was oh, set up from what I've seen. Because David Brock, it, it, you go back and you look at the history of David Brock and James Alphonsus and Tucker Carlson. They were like this. Really? Wow. They were like this for more Did than a see? decade. Wow. And, and, I didn't know and David that. Brock was really good friends with Tucker Carlson's father, Richard Carlson. That's how they That's how they met wow. each other. I didn't okay? know that. That's so, crazy. All of these "quote unquote" media matter leaks to everybody who's conservative, they make Tucker Carlson look out to be better, right? You know, so it doesn't so surprise crazy, me dude. if Tucker Carlson got David Brock on the phone and was like, "Hey, you ready to drop that stuff?" You know, so and then and then he and he's pals with Hunter Hunter uh, Biden, <laughs> Hunter too. Biden like, yeah, buddy, yeah. Two separate Comet Pizza Ping Pong reviews in the two thousands that said that Tucker Carlson was a very important person and a very frequent guest and friend of James Alphonsus. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. And, and people found out after Hunter Biden's laptop leaked that Biden was also hanging out at uh, Pizza Ball Spot. Doesn't too. surprise me. They're all good. No, there's, there, there's a page there from the like 2012 or something that Hunter Biden was on there. So these guys were all hooked up and that stuff. Johnny, I got to run, man. All God right, bless. Well, Thanks so much. I'll bless. put it in the show notes. Cheers. Thanks Thank for you, coming on.